When we find ourselves in uncertain situations, when we're not sure what to do and the people around us aren't sure what to do, we might feel the need to be seen as fearless, be that fearless leader. The reality is people aren't looking for fearlessness. They're looking for courageousness. And today we explore the language of courage and what it means to us when we find ourselves in leadership positions. Welcome to Communication on Point. This podcast is designed to help leaders grow their influence and improve their communication. I'm your host, Dean Hefta. Let's get started. The word courage is an interesting one. And often we think of courage and fearlessness as being interchangeable. But the reality is they're very different from each other. There is this myth or this aura around this fearless leader. We hear stories about they charged into battle free from fear, careless of their own safety. But the reality is fearlessness almost never exists. And what we observe or maybe characterize as being fearless is more likely courage. And courage is those times when we acknowledge we are fearful, we are uncertain, we're not sure what to do, and yet we take action anyway. We act and speak in face of uncertainty, in the face of fear. And today, we're going to talk about the language that gives us insight into when we find ourselves in those situations of needing to be courageous. How do we go about doing that, speaking in ways that show courage? as well as being able to better recognize how can we differentiate in leaders? Are they just following along the easy path? Are they fearless and they're not even recognizing the risks? Or are they sincerely employing courage to move forward and bring us on the journey with them? So when we think about courageousness, there is a language to it, but one of the elements I want to talk about is, you know, where does courage come from? And courage when we find ourselves in different situations, is going to come from different sources. That might be um, a faith or a religion. Maybe it's our values that we have gotten very clear about the things that we care about. It could be the commitment that we have to our family or our teammates. There are many sources of courage, but there has to be a source, something that is near and dear, something that is important and, and key to us as individuals that we turn to that helps us through the situation. It's outside the situation we find ourselves in. Each of us need to step back and reflect on what is my source of courage. I want to share a story with you. This isn't a, an op-ed about the Black Lives Matter movement or anything like that, but I think it's an illustration of the communication power of courage. So the story regards NBA player uh, Jonathan Isaac, and I'm going to read from the people's story regarding the situation to give you an illustration of how he communicated with courage. And this, again, is not an op-ed on, on the movement or anything, but I think just an illustration that's interesting. So he didn't join his fellow teammates in kneeling for the national anthem during their matchup with the Brooklyn Nets Friday. The Orlando Magic forward, who is black, stood while the players and coaches from both teams took a knee and wore Black Lives Matter t-shirts in support of the current movement against police brutality and racial inequality. The 22-year-old athlete wore his team jersey in place of the Black Lives Matter t-shirt. 
Isaac explained his decision to reporters, citing his religious beliefs and saying he didn't think, quote, putting that shirt on and kneeling went hand in hand with supporting black lives. I do believe black lives matter, but I just felt like it was a decision I had to make. For me, black lives are supported through the gospel. All lives are supported through the gospel. We all have things that we do wrong, and sometimes it gets to a place where we're pointing fingers at whose wrong is worst, or whose wrong is seen. So I feel like the Bible tells us that we all fall short of God's glory. That will help bring us closer together and get past skin color, and get past anything that's on the surface and doesn't really get into the hearts of men and women. So I found this as an interesting example regarding the language of courage for a few reasons. First, you think about uh, that situation. You've found maybe yourself in a situation where you have something in your mind, something that you believe, and you look around and think, wow, I th- I'm the only one. And so I don't have anybody that's you know in agreement with me. I'm stepping out doing something that only I believe in. And so that was striking for me. So the, the ability to step out regarding his view, his beliefs on something is significant. It requires courage. But a couple of other things stood out for me that I think is informative when we find ourselves in those situations where we have to communicate with courage, where we have to act with courage. Uh, one of them was he clearly focused on his why, the source of his courage, you could say. He didn't say the source of my courage is, but what he identified was, I didn't feel I was right based on what I know about the gospel. So he's saying, this is what the Bible tells me, and so that's how I'm going to interpret it in this situation. So his source of the courage in that case was the gospel. So that's one thing. So those situations we find ourselves in when we feel like, hey, is this quite the right thing for me? Coming back and checking, okay, what is that source for me? My values, my beliefs, my convictions, what is that thing? Second thing that stood out for me on this was he didn't say anything about others. He didn't He didn't at any point say, I don't think other people should be kneeling. I don't think other people should be wearing these shirts. That was not in at all. He wasn't crusading or preaching or telling others how they should live their lives. He focused solely on what he felt was right. And so I think that's an inspiring part of courageous language. When we talk about the things that we are focused on, that we believe, rather than focusing on the things that we think others are doing wrong. And what that does is it begins to enlist others. It begins to inspire others because it's something we can do rather than telling other people there's things they need to stop doing. And so that's a a big thing. Uh, The other part of it, for me, the, the third part that I think is educational, is it isn't just the language. It isn't just saying things that, uh, that he believes that are right for him, but there's a action as a part of it. When we think about communication, often we just think about words, the language that we're speaking. But the reality is a huge amount of what we're actually communicating is through our actions. And that could include our body language, you know, where we choose to sit, uh, clothes we choose to wear, different things like that all have an action element to them. And so for him, he was very deliberate in the action he chose not to do 
versus the things he chose to do, right? So there is an action element that communicates this well beyond what his after-game press conference uh, involved. And then the final part of it was, for something to be really regarded as courageous, there has to be a cost or a potential cost, a risk involved, right? And so why this becomes a story is the reality of, you know, this could cost him, you could say, maybe relationships on the team. It could be playing time. It could be camaraderie. It could be, it could affect his career. Like, you don't know what kind of costs there might be, but um, Courage says, hey, uh, I'm able to acknowledge there's going to be some costs to me, perhaps, but irrespective of the potential cost, I'm, I still believe this is right for me. And so I think, you know, whether you're, um, you know, in sales, whether you're in charge of an IT department, regardless of where you find yourself, this story isn't about the Black Lives Matter movement. This story is about, do I know what my source of courage is? You know, that, that thing that I turn to to give me guidance and context when I'm trying to decide what fits, what is the right thing? Can I focus then on that as my inspiration, my why? And it's, in that case, focused on me, but it's really on my source, rather than a criticism of other people's decisions or other people's actions. That has a tendency to invite all kinds of debate and distraction that isn't helpful. Also, what's the action as a part of it? You know, what are the things that I can do that reinforce what I'm saying? Too often as a leader, we say things like, we believe in delivering top-notch service to our clients. And yet, two weeks later, a situation comes up where the service wasn't top-notch and that same leader maybe takes the easy path, the, the, the lower cost path, rather than making a decision that fits what they stated just a couple of weeks earlier. So we need that congruence of our behavior with what we're saying for that courage to really be accepted. And there has to be some potential cost involved in it. Some cost in doing that thing that we believe is right and speaking about that. And that, that cost could be, you know, getting beat up on social media or, or, you know, getting ostracized. Whatever that is, there comes a cost with that path to courage. But I believe along the way, when we're able to communicate and be clear about the things that we believe in, we're able to discuss those things behind our decision-making of why we're doing something why we're not doing something else. It becomes enlisting and inspiring. So Jonathan Isaac didn't do this because he was fearless. No doubt that he had um, long conversations with himself leading up to this kind of a decision and that they involved fear. But being able to understand how can I face that fear and share with others what my source of my commitment and my courage is over the course of time becomes inspiring. So as you think about your role, whether it's as a leader in your family, within your organization, or within your community, maybe it's something that is going on in your community that just doesn't fit with your source of courage. Being able to reflect on And think about how now can I communicate about that? How can I convey this thing that I believe with others without tearing them down? How can I 
match my actions to solidify that communication. Look for those opportunities as you move forward and reflect on what your source of your courage is. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of Communication on Point. I look forward to being with you again next week. Make it a great one.